If you're looking for quality designs, look no further than Bradley Shaw Designs. Bradley Shaw Designs can design anything from wraps, banners, posters, promotional items, and more. Bradley Shaw Designs is the exclusive digital graphics partner of the Renegade Monster Truck Tour and Ritchie Motorsports. If you're looking for more information, please check out www.bradleyshawdesigns.com. Concepts, a show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Welcome to Crush This, a monster truck podcast. It's also Wednesday. Uh, just to let you guys know that, uh, some stuff happened around for tomorrow and instead of rescheduling, well, we did reschedule, we rescheduled today, uh, instead of tomorrow, uh, Brad's right now, uh, practicing, uh, his, uh, band over there in his church over there in, uh, uh, Grand Prairie. And, uh, so he couldn't make it this time. And, uh, Steven's right. The beginning is the best part. Same intro, like in wrestling, then there's me. Uh, what's up? But anyway, um, uh, yeah, so we are, uh, doing it right now today, uh, to make, uh, some, uh, openings and stuff like that. But, uh, next Tuesday, I want to let you guys know it's going to be Jamie, uh, not Jamie, Zach Garner in the wild side monster truck that will be this Tuesday. And then I'll afterwards, I think in a couple days, I'll announce Thursdays, but also thank you to high octane coffee. J Concepts, Back Channel Productions, 6B Apparel. We got the crew shirts for sale like I have before. Uh, this one's the old uh, logo one. And then we also got the uh, new wave. They're $100 a pop. Just inform me and Brad. And then uh, we'll contact Chris from 6B and we can get that started for you. Um, also, uh, we're going to have Marty Garza's Monster Truck Technology book. And then also um, JB Scale Graphics. Uh, thank you. He was on yesterday and, uh, he, uh, just explained about the material that he has. He's officially licensed by Bigfoot, bad habit, obsessed against the grain and others overkill evolution and others. And there'll be more to come. And also Bradley Shaw designs. Uh, he will be at the Lincoln Speedway in Pennsylvania for the Renegade Monster Truck Tour, October 24th. Uh, go see him and, uh, give him a shout out, some love and everything like that. Uh, but thank you for everyone that's, you know, supported us. And also above the, uh, below the cough, cough, then collar, um, they're a t-shirt company in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, they sell our t-shirts. Uh, we have a few designs on, we just need 25, uh, sales and more, and we can get the next design. in. uh, they're $20 a t-shirt and I think they range all the way up to five XL. So, uh, go ahead and check that out. 
Um, but uh, then also this weekend for uh, me, we are doing a local display in Rantoul, Illinois. We're going to have our picture truck there and some merchandise, uh, a nice, uh, pretty cool festival going on right there. So it would be pretty cool to go and check out. So that's about it. Took about five minutes to go what's going on. So it can't be that bad. Uh, you know, uh, so, oh, <laughs> but this time I'm going to introduce the guest here today. And uh, he started out basically uh, like most of us that want to live the dream of a monster truck. And he's going all the way right now, racing for the likes of Bill Payne and uh, also uh, Mike Christensen and then uh, Paul Jensen and Full Throttle Motorsports. And uh, I think it'd be pretty cool to talk to him about what's going on. So uh, I'm going to bring him in, and that's uh, Dawson Reyes. Uh, I probably screwed up your <laughs> name again. I might bring farting. No, it's all good, man. <laughs> Rias. Yeah, Rias. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? Oh, we're doing pretty good, man. We're doing good. Just chilling out here in Utah. Getting ready for the shows this weekend. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I love that. I love that uh, little uh, flag that's behind you. It seems like it's going popular. Oh, all around. Yeah. Saturdays are from Yeah. The yeah. uh, yeah. only change I would say was probably be like Friday and Saturday, but mostly Saturday. <laughs> The weekends but, uh, are for monsters, man. <laughs> yes, there we go. The weekends are for monsters. Can't beat yep. that. But uh, let's let's go back and let's uh, talk about a little bit of uh, storyline. And, uh, okay. you know, let's start from the beginning. What what got you intrigued to Monster Trucks? Were you always a fan of it? Or uh, was it, you know, a lot of people say they kind of got into it by accident and somehow they haven't left. <laughs> No, I, uh, it was no accident, man. This is what I've always wanted to do uh, since I was a little kid, man. I remember watching, you know, World Finals 1 and 2 on pay-per-view back in the day. You know what I mean? Uh, I've always wanted to do this and uh, just kind of never, you know, never stopped, you know, believing and or trying to get in uh, anywhere I could. Um, you know, I went to shows, you know, all over my home state, out of state, you know what I mean? Anywhere I could see Mossrooks, I went. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I went to Redmond, Oregon in 2017 um, to help uh, Bill Payne out, actually. Um, and that was my first time ever kind of being around uh, trucks for the entire weekend. Um, I did a little bit of stuff uh, with the Groth Twins at my hometown show in Splendid, Oregon. Um, helped them out a couple of times. And, uh, you know, they referred me to Bill because Bill was more of a hands-on slash like bigger crew and just, you know, did a lot more than them at the time. So I said, yeah, sure. You know, I went out there and helped them out for the weekend and, uh, you know, went to say thank you at the end of the weekend, you know, just like every other, you know, Sunday, just head on home and, you know, don't think about it. And, you know, maybe we'll see, you know, a different team down the road or, you know, another opportunity will come up somewhere. And uh, he called me about an hour, hour after I left and uh, said, if you want to come to the shop for a week, you know, I have a bunch of work to do. So, um, you know, I'll put you to work. I was like, okay. So I went up there for the week and uh, kind of just did a lot of the the daily routine stuff that monster uh, people do, you know what I mean? You know, from checking all the fluids and, you know, make sure trucks are all good from, you know, the previous show and getting ready for the next show. Um, and then we kind of head out from there. Um, I got a full-time job with him, uh, worked there for three years. Um, and uh, it was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of time. A lot of uh, passion and effort went into those three years, um, you know, and I, I learned a lot, man. He, uh, like, by uh, 
by a lot of people I've met, you know, people don't like Bill, but I mean, I like the guy. I mean, he's a very hard worker. Um, he is a true definition in my eyes of what an independent monster guy is um, from building his own shocks, steer rams, you know, parts. Um, I mean, he's even making planters and bull gears now. You know what I mean? He's, he's doing the whole nine. So uh, he's, you know, he taught me a lot. He taught me kind of what I do know uh, today um, from, you know, driving semis to, you know, driving a monster truck to working on the monster truck, you know, um, to kind of, you know, handle being yelled at <laughs> in the industry. Oh, um, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the whole, the whole nine, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then uh, last, uh, last year I would crewed um, for Jamie Garner on the overboard team, him and Cole uh, for first quarter last year on monster jam. That was a really fun experience. Uh, learned a lot from Cole and Jamie and Eddie Micah and, you know, being in the trailer with uh, little John all day, you know what I mean? Kind of learned to get to know everybody better and, um, see stuff on the bigger scale from the inside instead of just on TV. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, I went to Monster Jam shows growing up as a kid, but never really worked at them. And then once I got that opportunity to go, you know, I was all in, you know, on the Yellow Stadium tour last year with them. Um, you know, and those two trucks, week in, week out, put a whooping on all the company trucks. Um, and it was, it was, it was a good time, man. Loved the, uh, loved working there. And, you know, and uh, Jamie's has a class act team. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Great equipment, you know, great people. Um, and then I went back to work for Bill, uh, drove the rest of the summer last year. And then, um, during first quarter of this year, I got kind of, you know, was looking to kind of just step away for a little bit just to get a breather because just been nonstop monstrucks, monstrucks, monstrucks. So I just kind of wanted to have a little, you know, like a summer maybe to myself and, you know, just kind of hang out at home with everybody and just kind of catch up on things. And, uh, but that wasn't the case. Uh, I saw a post from Mike Christensen with, uh, throttle monsters and, he was in people and, you know, I was just kind of at the right place at the right time and, and got hired on by them. Man, that's a crazy walk right there. And and also, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, there's different avenues to learn what's going on in this company. And you took a route with Bill Payne. And outside of, I right. think, a lot of people getting into the threshold of working on a Monster Jam team with, like, going to Monster Jam or Foot or right. even uh, anyone else, I think it's an awesome crash course to be with uh, the learn stuff from Payne, Bill Payne, because right. outside of that, he, he drives the trucks just as hard as one of those company drivers. He'll drive oh, yeah. the truck, just destroys it. Like, pull oh, it yeah. on. but he, <laughs> every uh, weekend, man, <laughs> yeah, you learn how to fix it though. And, right. uh, you learn how to put everything back together and stuff like that. And, and for me, I mean, for, we don't, in West Virginia where I lived, there's not really a lot of monster trucks. The closest guy technically would have been right. Joey Sylvester, but by the time I already got my feet wet with doing track crewing and stuff like that, he kind of already semi-retired or he was looking at another right. avenue, and he already sold the truck to Jerry and Aaron. And uh, so I had to go do a crash course in that uh, stable, and it is. It's uh, with uh, Monster Jam especially – and. I think uh, I don't know what was Bill like, but I think he'd be maybe be a little bit more patient than some of the, the other guys. But the other guys were also patient, patient <laughs> too. But I'm talking about independent wise. But in the company, they're they're patient because they know what's going on. But still, when it comes to first quarter, it's you know 
gone. Like, boom, it's fast right. paced. It's, it's you gotta, yep. It got to keep on going until, well, when the schedule is over with after Vegas and then they go, oh yeah, we have about three or four shows after Vegas and uh, the world finals for you to keep on going. And then during my time period, my first year, I had Cole. Uh, I was a third guy right. for Cole and Loose, uh, Great Dig the Legend and Soldier Fortune. So I learned a lot from him starting out. But yeah, it was kind of crazy right. because I, I had a three-year gap with Feld, and then I uh, went from there to Jerry and Aaron with Dirt Crew and Quad Chaos. And uh, you know, I, I'm not afraid to admit this, but I got fired. No, I can't. You know that stuff happens. But within right. a few <laughs> weeks, I got picked up by Mark and Tim Hall. Paul Brothers Racing, and then I'm with them ever since. But you know, it's 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 still crazy to know about you know just sometimes people just think, oh, you know, Dawson just got into this and that. He they don't know that right. you worked your <laughs> tail off with you know Bill oh, yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, what was what was one thing that you still to this day go in your mind that you have learned from Bill? Um, just be ready. Just always be ready. You know, anything can happen at any point in the show. Um, you know what I mean? The, just how to prepare yourself best for the absolute worst that's going to come of a show. You know what I mean? From running, you know, being a track guy to being in the truck. Um, you know, you got to learn all aspects from it. And I kind of, you know, I did. I mean, I was this track guy for almost a year before I got thrown inside the uh, reverse racer truck. It's the first one I drove for him uh, back a couple of years back. Uh, actually, Brad was at my first show actually. So uh, it was kind of cool to kind of see it all come full circle and, you know, see everything from the inside of a show and then, you know, actually be in the truck and kind of see how everything outside works. Um, you know, and that's, that's kind of one thing I've learned mostly from Bill is kind of just how to learn to do almost everything with a show and uh, kind of run with it and just try to do it your own way and what works for you. Um, and just to be prepared for it. So, and another, and I'm going to go a little bit off course here where we're going, but I'm kind of interested in this story. Uh, your okay. first time <laughs> going behind the wheel of a semi. Uh, Ooh, I'm assuming yeah. <laughs> it was a 13 speed or maybe more manual transmission truck or maybe automatic, but still, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you mine beforehand, before the, yours. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I got my, I got my permit. And uh, we're going to a Monster Jam event in Moline, Illinois. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going ahead and I'm in this Peterbilt 638 or whatever. Six, I'm trying to act knowledgeable. I don't even know the numbers. <laughs> we got Unit 6. <clears throat> and right. I'm trying to trying to uh, get ready to go. And Kurt was helping me out. And he says, okay, start you know moving. And I couldn't tell about the RPMs. And I'm you know, double clutching and I'm in the highway yep. going about 20 <laughs> miles an hour. Cause I can't get myself out of third gear. Cause every oh, yeah. single time I'm trying to get, it goes out. So, and then Kurt had to go back in and drive. And then when we get to, uh, you know, the arena, we unhooked the semi and then kind of, you know, when you had time beforehand, Kurt showed me the gears, but that was a right. little bit intimidating driving a, a semi truck going about 25 miles an hour on <laughs> interstate 74. So, that was my story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about yours? <laughs> uh, mine was uh, we were actually at a uh, red light. I was in the semi with Travis Yabara, and um, we were sitting there, and he's like, are you ready? I'm like, what do you mean? 
he's like, you're driving. And then gets up and walks to the back of the semi. I was like, oh, this is how it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Got the seat and just, you know, <laughs> grinded it until I found him and kept on trucking from there. Um, it was a long six hours that I drove that shift. Um, you know, if, um, I'm pretty sure we left probably half a transmission back there in Idaho, but I mean, we got there in one piece <laughs> for the most part and uh, just kind of started driving on from there. Um, just every chance I kind of got to, you know, I was always paired up with uh, Nick or uh, Dallas um, in a semi and just whenever chance, you know, I got to get behind the wheel, I did just to, just to learn it from every aspect possible from going, you know, slow at intersections through the middle of town or, you know, out there, you know, wide open on the highway. Um, just kind of just did whatever you could just to learn, each each more so and to maybe it wasn't people, too it wasn't too terrible but i mean she, sorry about she that. was definitely hating life for a little bit yeah, <laughs> so we got up to speed i bet yeah it, it started to grow on me too and then i you know it it's now uh i've learned to flow shift and and uh yeah. you know you know just one key i learned so much Actually, I learned it from Aaron Kane uh, from Quad Chaos. He says, he always told me, and it always stuck to my mind, and it helped me when I got my license, uh, more the better. Uh, if you have to make room, make room. Yep. They'll move. Right. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll, uh, you know? they'll move, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have an opportunity to take as much, uh, you know, if they go in the other lane, go the other lane. You're not going to get penalized. Right. Cops and stuff like that understand that these things are not Corvettes, so, um, yep. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. But maybe, maybe people may not know uh, how important is it to have a CDL. Um, it's actually very important. I actually don't have one right now. Um, all of Bill's stuff were registered motorhomes in the state of Washington, so that's how he could have really kind of anybody just hop in and go. You know what I mean? That could drive a semi, or you know, that could get the concept or whatever, get it down the road to the next one. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting my CDO this winter. Um, so like when we have downtime or whatnot, uh, when I'm away from the trucks, I'm gonna try to get that, um, just to, cause it, it helps, you know what I mean? That's, that's one of the first questions Mike asked me, you know, when he hired me, do you have a CDL? And I was like, nah, no. And that's kind of, you know, it hurts now because everything has to be more legal and it's, you know, everything's getting down to the nitty gritty of stuff where you can't just like skate by no more. You know what I mean? Everything has to be, you know, legal and more professional. So like that, I mean, it's a main factor now um, coming into being on different teams and, you know, a, a, if you just want your own stuff, you know what I mean? You have to have a CDL to have your rig open down the road for your own truck anymore. Um, you know, so it's, it's pretty important. I mean, if anybody got one and they're, you know, still looking for a job or, you know, anything like that, I mean, you, that's one good thing about it as well is you always have a job. You know what I mean? You can always call a trucking company or something like that. Hey, I have a CDL, you know, and you can go to work right away. You know what I mean? Driving the semi is not really my favorite part, you know what I mean? Because it's a lot just looking at a windshield all day. But I mean, I, again, it's, it's part of the job. You know what I mean? I don't like sitting there at 2 a.m. fixing trucks, getting ready for the next show. But again, it's part of the job. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always like that too. You know, loading oh, yeah. up, the, <laughs> loading up the, uh, well, I really dislike, well, it's, sometimes it's, not really dislike, but it's the time when you um done with the show, fix what you need to fix, load the truck, right. head on out, and find like a truck stop and hope <laughs> to God that there's one there's... spot open <laughs> and you don't have right. to call reserve 
and spend the company money to get a reserve parking spot yep. or hopefully a rest area just a you know a few mile a few hours down the road but then again right. it, it's it's the i mean i can't i can't deny how awesome sometimes it is while you're driving down the road and you're like crossing wyoming or utah and you see yep. all the awesome you know all oh, yeah. stuff and then you go out east and you're maybe doing a show in erie pennsylvania or yep. you know going uh you know west virginia and you're seeing all the hill like different parts of the united states is so awesome and uh you know i did i did the flying gig uh with the right. guy and you know going to airport airport it was like all right but when i got finally uh my first kind of big road trip was actually with uh the guy who commented first stephen walker and we hmm. went from uh you know the uh illinois to uh Colorado Springs, and then we went from there to uh, so, so I'm gonna screw it up, but I think it's Selena, Selena, California, Salina. Oh, California no, or Selena? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we went there, and uh, we also saw our good buddy Kurt uh, uh, put his foot in the water and soaked up his boot. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's always a crazy experience, and I think it's. Awesome. And another experience that right. I think uh, people may not know is how about you is you, you had a cool, uh, you had a, your clavicle right anyway right now, but uh, you had an experience <laughs> with uh, sponsorship. Uh, you had yeah. during uh, Bill's uh, uh, during your tender year with Bill, he put you behind the, uh, the seat of, I think the Honda monster truck. Uh, yep. the sponsor one. I don't know the exact name of that truck. What was the name? It was a uh, high voltage, but it was just high sponsored voltage. by uh, uh, high, uh, Honda Generators. Okay. Um, they actually sponsored Bill um, a couple generators, uh, very generous of them. They sponsored them, I believe, uh, seven of the small ones, and then like two of the bigger ones. And uh, man, those things, those things are pretty, pretty rad, man. They've, uh, I mean, you could sit there and weld, charge the trailer, and charge the trucks all at the same time on one of those big ones, and that's pretty impressive. You know what I mean? Out there on the road, and you know they always kept the trucks all charged, and you know they were light to pack around. They weren't noisy. You know what I mean? They weren't gas guzzlers. Um, they were like I, I personally have one, and it, it's awesome. You know what I mean? So like they uh, when he wanted to put me in in that truck instead of the kid because I drove the kid um, for my first yearish there, um, and then the uh, the next year I went there that he put me inside of uh, high voltage man. And I. I loved it. The long wheelbase, you know, center seat, more traditional style truck compared to the kid. Kid was fun and squirrely, but at the same time, it was it was a very hard truck to drive. But I mean, that was a good that was a good experience to drive that one because he told me if I could drive the kid, I could drive anything out there. So, and I'm kind of true to that statement still. I mean, I'm sitting here. I could, you know, I've driven the new CRD that we have. I've driven the new Cohen. You know, I've driven Paul's truck, his own chassis, and I felt like I've done a pretty good job of wheeling those things around so far. Um, but yeah, the Honda Volt, uh, high voltage truck was, was actually really fun. You know, it was open differential front and rear, which a lot of people are kind of surprised about, but I mean, at the same time, it was, that's what made it fun. I think because it was a good race truck. Um, I would always beat bill because he would be drifting way out there, you know, taking his mom out to lunch or whatever. Um, as we, you know, I would sit there and, you know, me and Dwight would make the corners like that. Cause we had open diff trucks and, uh, you know, it was always, it was always fun. Um, driving that thing it was it was a great piece it handled good um and uh I, i'd love to drive that thing again <laughs> yes um oh, one thing you said about the cali kid i you know one of the original guys that drove it with bill Payne was bj johnson 
and yep. I was this uh, crew guy for uh, Gas Monkey, and all he always talked about was how fun <laughs> that Cali kid truck was to drive. It was hard to handle, but it was fun to drive. Um, oh, and yeah. He wasn't the only one, especially you just said that. It's fun to drive, but it's squirrely and, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> but, um, you know, how how was, uh, you know, let's go more in depth behind the wheel of that truck. Because, you know, a lot of people may not know that it, it, the motor is actually kind of close to you, isn't it? Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it's right there. It's a front engine truck, um, center seat, short wheelbase. Um, I believe it's the shortest competition wheelbase out there still. Um, you know, and that thing, I mean, it was, it was a handful. It was, you know, it had a locker in the, the rear, uh, open in the front, um, the five ton top loaders on it, um, short little wheelbase truck. Uh, I believe it was 20 inch shocks and then 26 inch in the rear. Um, so it didn't have much travel. So if you jump the thing, it, it kind of hurt, but, <laughs> um, you know, like you can get a slap really like that without even thinking about it. Um, the truck would do a lot of the work for you, but you just gotta, you know, be on the other side, the high side of it, and make sure that you are still in control of the truck and before it, you know, took a turn on you and, you know, put you on your lid, which it put me on his lid a couple times, but that's all about uh, learning how to drive and whatnot. So, I mean, that truck was, it was fun. Um, the front engine, the zoomies right there in your face, it was loud. It was wild and crazy. So um, that truck was definitely a handful. Visual. But, I mean, visual. visual, it wasn't too bad. Um, the, you know, the, the cage kind of stuck out in the front there. Um, but visually, you had about, I don't know, probably a 12-inch a foot uh, wide windshield all the way across. And then, uh, you know, you had your two two side windows. But, I mean, the air pillars were pretty thick on that old Ford body. Um, the only way in and out of the truck was either through the windshield or through the roof uh, cut. But um, so if you rolled that thing, I mean, you're, you're staying in it. <laughs> you know, so uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad of a truck. It was, it was definitely fun, definitely uh, something different. Um, compared to uh, the other trucks that he has or I've driven before. Um, that thing was definitely fun, though. Definitely fun. So we're going to, uh, once again, change change the gears a little bit and uh, yeah. talk about, you know, for for how old, how young you are, um, just <laughs> taking the leap of joining a team and, you know, going out of your comfort zone and pretty much, you know, living hotel to hotel, rig to rig, um, right. How did you get the confidence build of, you know, understanding that, you know, your now, I guess, work life is a little bit different than others and maybe <laughs> close enough to maybe someone living in the military. I know, I know it's nothing close, uh, like right. no, just the, the idea of, you know, you're going and doing your thing, but it was really, uh, it was kind of just a, um, right moment in my life to just say, you know what, I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to. Um, and I finally have the opportunity. Uh, why waste it? You know what I mean? You only, you only live life once. Right. So, um, I knew this is something I always wanted to do. Um, and any way I had to do it or get my foot in the door or, or really start it, um, I was going to do, you know what I mean? Like I said, I drove, I drove two hours to meet Bill at a show. And then, you know, the rest is history from there. A, a week or two later, I was full-time for him. You know what I mean? Going up and down the road in the semis, you know, hotels every week and, you know, just, you know, being on the road and being away from home, being away from everybody. Um, it was definitely hard to get adjusted to that and not to see, you know, my family every day or, you know what I mean? I had kind of a new family, really, um, being on his team. Um, but they, they, uh, they made the process you know, very easy. They know, you know, they've had a lot of guys go through their team. 
um, you know, and, you know, it was just kind of like to them, you know, it was just helping me get adjusted to, you know, A, more focused on work and B, just kind of like, you know, don't, don't worry about it type deal. Um, you know, every, everything's still going to be there, you know, when you're, when you come back, you know, your mom, dad aren't going nowhere, you know, the house ain't going nowhere, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, my parents have lived in that house um, that they still live in for the last, what, 15, 16 years now? You know, that's my childhood home. So, like, to leave that and everyone kind of behind was, it was, it was definitely tough. Um, but, I mean, it was easier to get adjusted with, you know, with people that just, you know, wanted you around and, like, you know, just to keep you busy, too. They, you know, like, Bill kept me very, very busy all the time. So, it kind of kept my mind off it and, you know, just to take that, that, that first step was hard, but I mean, once, once you did it and got adjusted pretty quickly, then you kind of, you know, you just figure it out from there. And, you know, that's kind of still what I'm doing to the, today. You know, I, I took, you know, almost a month off before I came here and, you know, I was getting used to home life again. And I was like, Oh, you know, this is a lot better than, you know, being on a road or in a semi right now. And, you know, and when I started talking to Mike, I kind of wanted the itch to get back in it. And you know what I mean? Like I still want to be home, but at the same time, you know, this is kind of, you know, this is what I do. You know, you're a monster guy now, you know what I mean? You're in the industry, you know, so like you kind of got to go where the work is, you know what I mean? The work doesn't come to you very often, you know what I mean? That's just a show. So you got to go where the work is and, you know, that's kind of what I just, it came down to and what I just said, you know, all right, this is what I got to do. So you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I and it's awesome to know also the family that you now have because uh, I know a lot of those guys. <laughs> I lived with some of them, and yep. uh, you know your you know home state, you know teammate also you know too tall David Olford. Yep. Um, you know and you know also you have Michael Brister, and then I call him, uh, people call him Cheech, but he's Cheech two point He knows who yeah, he is. Yeah, he's two point oh. And uh, still, I mean, having those guys around, they they have done a lot also. You know, they came from the yeah. felt side of it. Two talls been through hell and high water. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he's doing his thing. But how how is it with those guys? I mean, it's just – it got to be uh, a good time. I mean, I, it's, it's fun. You know what I mean? Brister, Cheech, and Two Tall, Mike and Paul. I mean, everybody around, Rudy. Um, they're good guys, man. And they're, they're just like me. They're – you know, they are born to do this type deal. They just want to do it. You know what I mean? They don't – you know, they don't care. They'll stay up late. You know, putting the hours in the shop, you know, they'll put the hours in driving the Regus up and down the road, um, you know, just sign every last autograph possible that they can. Um, you know what I mean? That's that's what makes it fun. When you have a group of guys that are, you know, that just click right off the bat and, you know, they work very well together um, and just, you know, they just have the same uh, common goal. You know what I mean? Like every, at the end of the day, they all want it just as bad as the ne guy next to them. You know what I mean? You know, I'd, I'd sit there and do, you know, anything for them. You know what I mean? Whether it's here at the house, if they, you know, need a ride from to or from the airport or, you know, in the, in the show, they need, you know, you know, help swapping a transmission or, you know, anything like that. You know, I would do anything for them. You know, I got their backs. That's just like they got mine. So um, it definitely makes it easier when, when everyone's on the same page and everyone's just, you know, just wanting to be here and wanting to do it. You know, that's, that's the biggest difference because once, you know, you have one bad attitude in the shop or, you know, somebody just doesn't want to do it or, you know, just gets lazy or whatever, then kind of brings everybody down and just kind of, you know, then it just creates tension, you know what I mean? So um, 
all the guys here, you know, they, they put their heads down, they work, you know, we, you know, we joke and laugh at the shop and on the road all the time. But I mean, when the work works right there in front of us, you know, we get it done and, uh, you know, just, just keep on, keep it on. <laughs> right on, right on. And, and let's, let's talk about, uh, I guess with the team, you guys have like an A, B, C, D, I think all the way to the Z. I don't know how many guys might have <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, still, um, you and two tall are, I guess, one group, and Paul and Mike right. are another, and then Brister right. and, and uh, um, Cheech or Mike is another group, and I think there's a C <laughs> group too. Um, yeah. sorry for those guys. I, I, I need maybe need to learn a little bit more. I do apologize, but um, <laughs> no, it's not good, man. Yeah, we uh, we have kind of a, a three team setup right now. Um, we are the fastest growing team in Monstrux right now, period. Um, you know what I mean? We got everything from, you know, ride trucks to monster trucks to, you know, three semis to, what was it now? Seven, six, seven guys on the team now. Um, you know what I mean? It's a lot, a lot more from February when we first mean too tall, you know, we're in the shop with Mike and Paul building the two new trucks. Um, it was just four of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it was kind of cool to see, you know, how quickly everything expanded and how everything's getting, you know, adjusted very quickly. And uh, to kind of have a team here and there and over here, it's kind of kind of crazy. But for the most part, we try to stay together. Um, yeah, uh, Mike and Paul have, you know, one semi. Me and Two Dog got the other. Um, and then Brister has his own semi with, uh, with Rudy and Cheech. Um, you know what I mean? We're kind of just running everything we possibly can right now, trying to get through the COVID year. Um, you know what I mean? Like – we took two months off from March, April. Oh no, sorry, three March, April, and almost June. Um, we took months, those months off to for COVID because you know nothing was going on. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of cut our season just like it did yours, um, right there. And you know, then we kind of picked everything back up and started running our own shows and trying to do everything possible that we can to get you know Monstrux back out to the public and get everyone out of quarantine and you know, over this COVID stuff to try to get, you know, back to normal as possible and try to do shows again. Um, yeah, but it's kind of been, it's been a little tough trying to get all three teams going, especially when we're all in different places, you know what I mean? And um, some people have the parts for some trucks and different trailers and everything's getting mixed around, you know, we're doing all the body swaps, we're doing all the truck swaps and stuff like that. Um, you know what I mean? Like I've driven the white kamikaze, I've driven the black kamikaze, I've driven the CRD, you know what I mean? I drove red solo truck, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like just the whole horde of everything, you know, it's kind of just getting everyone adjusted and everyone at the right place, you know, for the weekend possible. Um, but you know, it's kind of, it's, it's crazy, but we're all, we're all dealing with it very well. We're all meshing good. And uh, we're just trying to keep on, keep it on throughout this year. And, you know, hopefully next year, everything goes, you know, back to normal or we can have, you know, you know, two guys in one trailer, you know, and so on and so forth with their two trucks for, you know, however long they drive them, you know what I mean? And try to get everything more, more squared away. So. So uh, that brings me to the first question in our questionnaire. We got a few questions here yeah. and Scott Bryant, uh, yeah. awesome guy, uh, crew with USA one and overkill and also drove quad uh, Zilla. Uh, he said, uh, speaking about the bodies and stuff like that, how do you like the old school truck body style of Rockwell's red? Uh, 64 Chevy, man, it's beautiful. It's even more beautiful on Hunter's new uh, wrecking machine body. Um, I think it looks looks killer. I I like the the concept of it, the old Chevy um, kind of team look that we got going on right now. I think it's mean. I think it's you know 
pretty slick. Um, I love the Rockwell body. It, it looks good. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so does, you know, Hunter's Wrecking Machine. It looks good as well. Um, I can't wait to see if uh, we make up more bodies in the future with that body um, to see what we can do and how wild and crazy we can get on that body itself. The 64, though, it's, it's sweet. It's not too much of a pain to see out of. Um, the hood's pretty square, so when you hit the gas, it kind of just goes right up in front of your face. So you gotta kind of be, you know, wary of your surroundings or whatnot. But uh, it's a nice, it's a nice body. I like it. It's different too. So, right, right, and, and it's always a, it's always a popular thing to see an old school truck oh, yeah. looking. Uh, right. No matter, no matter what type of truck and whatnot it is, and also you have Rockwell representing you guys representing Rockwell in general. You know. Right. Um, yeah, that that's that's also cool. You know, you're representing those guys too out out west. But they do those are those are the watch company, right? I mean, yeah, watch and uh, different yeah. apparel and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but they made the body uh, Rockwell Red, which uh, Red stands for Remember Everyone Deployed. So it's kind of like a big like tribute slash thank you to you know active veterans and you know uh, people in the military right now. Um, you know, serving, you know, our country overseas and stuff like that. You know, it's just a big, it's a big thank you from Rockwell. And, you know, it's kind of cool that I've gotten to pilot that truck. Um, you know, like a couple other of our guys have gotten to pilot that body before. Um, you know, it's cool just to have our team, you know, just represent uh, that brand slash, you know, that persona of, you know, appreciation for the military. It's pretty sweet. I'm a, I think uh, another guy. I think he wants to know a little bit about more about Mike and Paul and that's quit, uh, Chris Weinquist, I'm sorry for screwing up your name. I do apologize. He said, how do you like working for Team Throttle? Mike and Paul are awesome. I know we went a little bit in depth with the crew guys, but you know, uh, how cool is it dealing with Paul Jensen and Mike Christensen? Oh, man, the, the history of those guys alone is, is awesome. You know, and uh, seeing, you know, Craig at the shop as well, um, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. You know, they're, they're great guys. And, you know, just, just like everyone else on the team, you know, they'll put their – you know, they'll get arms deep in mud for you. You know, if a truck rolls over, you know, something like that, um, you know, they'll be right there um, wrenching on the trucks with you. You know what I mean? Uh, Paul's very busy with his construction company, but I mean, any chance that guy walks into the shop, you know, he's he's working on something. You know what I mean? He's building, you know, he just put in brand new uh, cage on hang loose um, the other day. Uh, you know what I mean? And, you know, always ordering us parts and making sure we're all good to go and have everything we need to get have to get up and down the road. You know what I mean? Mike's, um, you know, kind of in charge of uh, his two trucks and his semi and trailer, um, you know, in charge of all of us as well, running the shop and stuff like that. He's the main guy in the shop, you know, but uh, that doesn't mean anything. He'll sit there and sweep right next to you. If we're cleaning the shop or if we're putting stuff away, um, you know what I mean? He'll sit there and, you know, wash trucks himself and everything. You know what I mean? Those guys, you know, are some of the hardest working guys I've ever worked for. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, that's awesome. You know what I mean? They're, they're great guys. You know, they uh, respect the fact that, you know, all of us have kind of been around it and, you know, have our own experiences with uh, dealing with stuff with the monsters, you know what I mean? Good or good or bad, um, you know what I mean? So they give us, you know, kind of our freedom to, you know, put our head down and work and, you know, get the stuff done that we need to get done. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they're they're just like us, you know what I mean? They'll sit there and uh, BS with you all night long, you know, have a couple of beers, whatever, um, you know what I mean? They're, they're great guys and, uh, you know, I love work for them, you know, it's, it's a great experience here out here in Utah. You know, they got a class act team and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. And uh, we got a couple uh outside the question, the questions, <laughs> but we got a couple shout outs for you. And uh, yeah. a guy from the monsters of the West. Uh, I could say Phil or I could say Vincent. 
but it's Vincent. Uh, yep. <laughs> he says, I've personally seen Dawson work. Dude works hard. Uh, has a passion for the sport. Definitely has a mission in this industry. He says, see it. Yeah, I'm a that word right there. Yum, yum reminds me of yum yum sauce from you know <laughs> all that stuff, you know. Um, Dawson, keep on keep up the grind. Uh, thank yeah. you, man. Uh, appreciate you, Vincent. Know, we'll see you out there in you, my dude. <laughs> all right, let's see here. We got another one, Donald Stretcher. Uh, oh, yeah, this is a Donald Stretcher. Uh, he said for Dawson, we 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 know. You for driving the monsters, but if you were to drive in a different form of motorsports, what would it be? It really wouldn't be um, probably driving. Um, it'd be more of probably I'd love to actually get into uh, motocross, to be honest, like just to kind of see how it all is set up and everything like that. It's actually like people don't really know about it about me, but I do like watch Supercross. I don't watch it very often, but like when I do, like it's, it's always very intriguing. I, you know, just to see how people like some of the best monster drivers I've ever seen have came from that, you know, like Mike Vodders Jr. And, uh, you know, Dan Bradshaw, just the truck control that they've had, you know what I mean? To transfer that over from one sport to the next, I think motocross would be kind of cool to do. I know it's, you know, it's very different. Um, but at the same time, like I figured that I probably would, you know, really enjoy that because it's very competitive. I'm very competitive. You know what I mean? Just to kind of see where I would be probably over there. Um, that or probably short course racing. Um, I've mm -hmm. always loved, you know, the desert trucks and stuff like that. That would be really fun to do. Um, different side-by-side, -side, four wide, you know, jumping over tabletops, stuff like that, and, and uh, rally trucks or dirt trucks. That would be pretty sweet too. Yeah. You know, well, like the joke always says right now, Dawson, you're already retirement age for motocross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Time to go yeah. short courts. Um, yep. <laughs> that's always good. You know, they, they already win like four or five championships, like Ryan Villapoto or Ryan Dungy. You know, they're oh, yeah. already they're already gone. But um, still, that's like an avenue to go to, you know. And a lot of guys, you know, do the um, Europe, I guess the European World Supercross type deal, uh, the outdoor right. series and stuff. But um, we got a couple other. Uh, Paul Cole. Uh, so what's your favorite town in Iowa you did this summer? Um, favorite town in Iowa we did this summer probably have to be, um, Oskaloosa was actually pretty fun. Not gonna lie. Oskaloosa was fun. There's a lot of ups and a lot of downs, um, to that one, getting trucks ready to rock and roll for that show. Um, it was cool for me because like, I, I didn't drive that weekend. Um, I was, it was kind of my turn to sit out in the rotation of, uh, driving the trucks or whatever. And, um, you know, it was cool to actually sit there and uh, for my first ever time wa to watch Hunter Sousa drive. Um, kid's a natural talent. He just has it. He's, you know, he sticks in the truck and he goes, man. I mean, he's he's picked up very quickly. Um, he's he's a great, great, great driver. I can't wait to see where that kid goes. Um, see boss man Mike drive. It's always awesome watching Mike drive. He just – he gets it on, man. He goes – and he goes hard, you know, for the full two minutes – you know, for freestyle, for racing, the whole nine. He always, he always throws down in Vendetta. Um, I love watching Two Tall Drive. Uh, Two Tall Drives. He changes his style every weekend, which is cool. He drives his own way, but like he tries different things every weekend. He doesn't do the same thing. You know what I mean? Whether it be trying to do like different types of wheelies in the truck, different types of you know jumps, like big air cross reds, whatever. Um, different moves. You know what I mean? From like bicycles to him, his stoppies. He's getting better and better each time with the stoppies. 
um, you know, and uh, watching Brister drive uh, that weekend too was cool because finally to get, see him get comfortable in a truck and, you know, go out there and do his thing. Um, it was awesome, you know, to, to watch that as well. You know, Oscar Lissa was very fun. We had a good show, good showing, um, you know, good track, hanging out with the good people. Uh, Tyler Maniga came and uh, hung out with us for a little bit there, um, you know, just, just to watch and just hang out. Um, you know, that Oscar Lissa was, was pretty fun. Iowa was a long, long month, but Oscar Lissa wasn't bad. <laughs> and another one from Donald, uh, he was talking about how was the transitioning from straight up racing to the Gardeners? Um, very different, um, considering Bill was only four hours from my hometown where Jamie was on the other side of the country. <laughs> you know, I flew out from, uh, you know, I would, I would drive um, Salem to uh, Port Orchard, Washington, where Bill's from, you know, four hours, you know. So I'd go home on the weekends for the most part um, sometimes, you know, when I had time off or whatnot. Um, but then transitioning to going all the way out there. Um, it was it was very different to go all the way out to North Carolina to go to coal shop for the first time. Um, to kind of see, you know, Grandy and everything like that, where the digger shop is and, you know, see how, just how like more involved and like more monster trucky and like just lifted up trucks or whatever it is out on that side of the country compared to this of the West coast. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a hard transition. It was definitely different um, going from a seven truck team with multiple semis and multiple guys to, you know, a two truck team or a four three truck team at the time. And, uh, you know, kind of, you know, downsizing was a big, big thing that I learned really, really quickly, um, you know, and sitting there with uh, Cole and, and Jamie and Zach and, you know, um, Lil Zimmer, Big John and um, and Eddie was it was definitely cool. Um, I loved it. You know, it was uh, was not hard of a transition. It was definitely getting, you know, different and getting used to it, um, doing the Moss Jam thing compared to, you know, doing Bill shows. Um, you know, we're at a speedway, you know, every other week compared to being, you know, a big football stadium every weekend. That was kind of different. Um, but uh, it was it was fun. I liked it. I liked the transition. It was great change of scenery and great change of pace, um, which is kind of hard to find when you're doing the same thing every weekend. Um, but uh, it was it was fun. I liked it. It wasn't too bad. So uh, Brad has a few questions that I uh, transferred over okay. here, and it's kind of like a fantasy <clears throat> type deal. Uh, one, okay. Two of them. And one of them is, if you had a chance to line up with any racer, past or present, who would it be? Past or present? Um, past would definitely be uh, Dan Ronte. I would love to race him in Bigfoot. Um, I'm a huge Penda fan, okay? So I love I love Penda Mastrucks. You know, I, grew, I, I watched that, you know, ever since I was a little kid to now. I still watch it. Mm -hmm. You know, in his uh, his '95 season, man, he was just he was just on fire. You know, I mean, and that power wheels Bigfoot would just hook and go no matter what track he was at. So I, I loved watching that, um, and I I would love to get the chance to race him in his prime. He'd probably spank me, you know, no doubt about it. But uh, you know, it'd be, it would be cool to uh, race the man. That's for sure. And how about uh, today? If there's anyone right now that today, uh, yeah. um. Well, for the longest time, I actually said Cole, and then I got the chance to do that throwdown for the first time. I mean, he still whooped my butt, but I mean, it was still it was still awesome to finally race Cole. Um, today, I would probably, I would like to, hmm, probably love to race Adam. To be honest, Adam Anderson. You know what I mean? Because I've I met the guy a couple of times, hung out with him at his house before and stuff like that, working for, with Cole and everything like that, and uh, just to see, you know. 
where he's been and, you know, what he's done, you know, all of his career or whatever, that'd be cool, cool to race him finally. Cause I mean, I loved watching him from, from day one, you know I mean? He, you could tell he, he had it when he drove vet King and, you know, you know, and Taz just, Taz, he was just absolutely, you know, jaw dropping to Taz and then even better in the legend and then making the transition from legend to the digger truck that he's in now. I mean, the guy's just, you know, he's the man right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? So to race him or, or even Ryan, you know, and one of the Andersons to line up against one of them would be pretty sweet. And now his second one though is not pat, uh, not uh, present, but past. What his <clears throat> basis on this? What okay. <laughs> uh, old school truck? When he says old school, leafer truck you would like to drive, and what truck in the pre like you know. To that, like Gen three, pre like 2010 truck. So that's two questions okay. in one. But uh, old school, as in Leafer, or you know, I'm assuming one of those Penda trucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right. What truck uh, do you love to drive or try to? Um, Leafer probably would have to be um, probably have to be Grandma Digger. That thing looked like it got rowdy, man. That looked like a handful and looked like really fun. Um, that would be pretty sweet to drive that truck. Um, like the early 2000s trucks, I would probably either have to say Rage and Steel or uh, would be uh, Pablo, Hicker, uh, Pablo Huffaker's Blacksmith. Because um, those trucks just, you know, I know that it was a company-owned truck, Rage and Steel, but Blacksmith was Pablo's truck, and that thing looked like, you know, no matter what Pablo threw at it, you know, he uh, just, the truck just ate it up. You know what I mean? It just looked like it worked so good. Um, for its time, it looked way ahead of its time too. For the early 2000s, I mean, you watch his World Finals three run. Pablo was just straight getting it on, no matter what he threw at that truck. It was it it took it, you know what I mean? From hitting the camper to airing out the bus stacks, the truck just did it. You know what I mean? With a snap of your finger, that thing did a donut. It just looked like it was just mean, and that's that would be one truck that would be really fun to drive. How about the pen? I know you're a pen guy, so let's ask it. What truck? Uh, God, either 97 barefoot or um, the uh, Power Wheels Bigfoot for sure. Right those on, those two trucks just, I mean, they were that's the fastest trucks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> They're, those things just straight got it on. <laughs> no matter, I mean, even that one run where Fred did a wheelie all the way across both stacks and, you know, landed, you know, may have, you know, won or lost that race, but I mean, dude, that the amount of power it takes to lift up one of those trucks and stand it on its ass end like that, it's it's insane. You know, what I mean, it's it's that's some power. You know, doing four seconds, you know, on the the track that they had is just insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to Mark Hall, and I was like, "Man, what what did you get your like, type of training?" He's like, "Penna." I was like, "That <laughs> that's pretty much pretty good training right there." You know, just. Uh, Oh yeah, how to handle how fast a truck is because it's all it's that's it, <laughs> you know. Yep. It's, it's, floor, it's, it's two jumps and foot to the floor, and whoever crosses the finish line goes to the next round. If not, you're packing your stuff up and going home. <laughs> so right, right. You, you um, kind of get the concept of monster racing really quick with those days. Right, right. And this is one of mine, and I've been uh, kind of uh, uh, going with the couple last few uh, guests. But um, what's the coolest thing you have crushed? Um, I got the chance to, uh, well, actually I didn't crush it. I jumped right over it and scared the crap out of me. It was a Greyhound bus actually. Um, and Terrace BC a couple or two years ago, 
um, we built this big, massive course, you know, had two bus stacks, had a big arena pod in the center with, you know, cars and jumps all over the track. And uh, Bill drug out this Greyhound bus from one of the junkyards and threw it out there and put a big old dirt mound over the center of it. And, man, we were skying over that thing all all weekend long, man. And it was it was pretty pretty insane to, you know, be up in the truck above it and be like, dang, that's a full-size Greyhound bus underneath me. And I'm, a, like, almost 10 feet above it. You know what I mean? So hitting that thing was was pretty cool. That or a motorhome. Motorhomes are sketchy. <laughs> motorhomes are fun to crush, but I mean, you know, the first time you go through them, it's definitely an eerie feeling that you're just going straight through something that people have stayed in before. Um, those two things have definitely been probably the coolest thing I've crushed. And uh, our common questions, <laughs> Brad says it's hard hitting, but uh, I think uh, if you have watched a couple of our episodes, you probably know what I'm going to ask you here. Um <laughs> So the first one is, and it was blown up on my chat in the beginning of the uh, talk here, uh, Mr. <laughs> Brandon Culpepper Sr., the third, the fifth, the sixth. I don't know what number he's at. Uh, he wanted to know, uh, what's your favorite pie? Favorite pie? Um, well, actually, my mom makes this what's called a mock apple pie. Okay, She uses Ritz crackers. And a bunch of other seasonings, and it tastes just like apple pie. Now, I'll tell you what, right there, that I put it up against any slice of pie in the world. <laughs> it is so good. And she always makes it just for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and stuff like that. But I mean, that yeah, my mom's mock apple pie is definitely definitely takes the pie. <laughs> <laughs> takes the cake. <laughs> yeah, pie, takes yeah. the cake. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. The next one is uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, do you like or dislike eggnog? Don't like it. Absolutely disgusting. Sorry. Right. Not a fan. Which brings yep. to this one. Uh, those Tuesday before Christmas, Brad has to drink a gallon of eggnog. If you want to be a oh. little guest, support him on this uh, awakening, you're more than welcome to. Uh, <clears throat> uh, because this is what happens when you talk and you talk a, a trash game and uh, you lose. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> This is what happens, and if you bet something that you don't like and you think you're going to get away with it, nah, that's not it. But I <laughs> I, uh, I uh, softened the blow, and I told him if he drinks it all within an hour, a gallon of eggnog within an hour, uh, I'm getting him the new Metallica with the uh, San Francisco Symphony Orchestra uh, vinyl uh, set. So I'll look for that and get it for him if he makes it. If not... He has to wear, I think, a Calgary Frames shirt or jersey that you know he despised or something like that. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> some team he doesn't like, but it's oh, yeah. his own his own grave that he's stepping on. So it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just not a, a gallon of eggnog. That's a lot of, you know. I know the gallon of milk challenge is still a thing, right? But like that's, yeah. I mean, that's even worse because eggnog it's not good. <laughs> no, no, but he has to do it within an hour. <laughs> He has oh, he can pay himself, but he has right. to drink in like that. So, uh, you right. know, that's, that's the way it goes. But uh, we still have a, uh, you know, there's uh, the, uh, I think uh, Kara. She says Dawson, my nephew. Have fun. Oh, Love my it. aunt Carrie, Yeah. Love <laughs> uh, too. Let's, let's see here. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Levi for a while. He said uh, Supercross Fantasy League, Dawson. You're on. You're on, man. <laughs> uh, Jason Court says, uh, I'll race you. 
I'll race you anytime, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still a lot of love there. Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, while we're coming to a close here, is there any uh, social media people can follow you by? Yeah, my Instagram is uh, Rias underscore one. And you can just look me up on Facebook, Dawson Rias. Um, send me a friend request. You know, get to know me better. Um, the podcast kind of covered a lot of the stuff I, you know, want to talk about and just kind of, you know, I'm I'm young, I'm new in the sport, but man, I, I don't plan on going anywhere for a while. So you guys, you know, follow me up. Um, my journey's just beginning and I uh, can't wait to see where it goes from here. So, And what's your fun. next event? Next few events, do you know? or uh, We got St. George, Utah this weekend. And then um, that's two shows on Saturday. And then we have uh, Yuma, Arizona. Um, next weekend um and that's where vincent will see me so see you there buddy and um i think the next uh, i think we have a couple shows in november um to be determined yet i'm still trying to figure stuff out but then um i believe uh abilene texas will be our last show mid-november or so um so that's kind of where we're at now just playing it by ear again like this whole year has been um but you know follow team throttle monster as well on instagram um just you know follow our, us we're the fastest growing team of moss trucks so <laughs> stay tuned uh we got some big stuff coming so it should be that's fun awesome. yeah and uh you know that's the hopefully see you guys down the road we don't even know what's yep. going on i think we're doing a bunch of dealerships but uh you know <laughs> we're just trying to figure out what's going on for first quarter because i don't think anyone oh, yeah. knows what's going on for first quarter right now so no we i mean we've heard so many different things from you know Moshim might happen. Moshim might not happen. You know, toughest is probably going to start later in the year for Mike and Paul. Um, just kind of uh, just playing everything by ear and seeing if uh, we're either going to do our own tour or, you know, kind of what we're doing now or, you know, something else. So we're playing it by ear just like everybody else is, kind of just figuring out everything. If not, we get a couple more months to, you know, break more stuff down and get everything ready to rock and roll again. So. Right, right. Because, I mean, it's just crazy for us, uh, old brothers. We kind of did our first quarter prep during the time of uh, right. COVID going on. So, really, it's going to be awkward for us between, you know, late October to, you know, the beginning of the year because technically all right. the trucks went through. Uh, the transmissions got taken out, took the colon, went through, came back. Motors are right. all fresh. Um, you know, and, you know, checking the axles and everything. I'll put new axles and stuff. These trucks are ready for first quarter, but they were right. all put together in May. So, um, right. <laughs> you know, and, and between May and, and, uh, now, I mean, we only have done two really ratios and, right. uh, we're gonna have one soon, which I for, totally forgot November 7th, uh, at tri city raceway in, uh, Granite city, Illinois. If, not, if anyone knows, there doesn't know, where Granite City, Illinois is, go ahead and Google and search the truck Taurus. Uh, and then uh, you can go from yep. there. Uh, but we're going to be there with Bigfoot and a couple other monster trucks. So Bigfoot's hosting it. Uh, oh, man, that's another truck. Dang, you said Taurus. I'd love to drive Taurus 3. <laughs> All right, that was one of my favorite trucks, too. Uh, Dang, I man. didn't say that. It's yeah, okay. Taurus Just 3 it right now. Yeah. There we go. Oh, take yeah. it back. Yeah. Take Taurus 3. Yep. Well, there's a Taurus, there's a Taurus 3 in uh, Indiana if you ever want a chance to. Get I know that. when I worked when I worked for Jamie, I almost uh, took a day off just to go down there and just check everything out. But uh, it was like four or five hours away from where he lived. I was like, oh man. But you know, I'd, I'd still love to go out there. I'm trying to make the next you know Hall of Fame event. I want to try to be there. Um, same thing, you know, with the next World Finals. You know, I try to want to be there too, just to kind of 
you know, I, cause I still love going to events, even though I'm a monster guy now, but like I, you know, do week in week out. I still love going to the event as a fan and just watching stuff. You know what I mean? It's still, mm -hmm. it's, it's still, you know, still fun to me now. <laughs> People always, so. ask me, always ask me, they're like, so you work on monster trucks. Yes. And on your day off, you get to a show. Yeah. Yep. I just yeah. like going to, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> still, <laughs> I still like it. Why not? You know, why stop? Right. Right. So, and uh, it's fun. I can see someone else tear up their stuff and not have to fix it. So, <laughs> right. right. That's always well, a fun or, part, too. But the problem, well, another problem is, is if you know someone that's at the show, there's this thing called the twister, and then somehow you get whoop, and somehow you oh, plan yeah. on not working, but you're working. <laughs> yeah, there goes your night clothes that you wear on Sunday. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, you know that they try to do that, but still, it's it's the love of the game, and and oh, if, yeah. uh, if you know the way it goes, you know that's the way she goes. Yep, but, yep, um, that's the way she goes. Man, thank you for being on. It was good to talk about your side really of the story. Um, you know, yeah. sorry, Brad missed missed it, but uh, he, he had Not his other obligations. <laughs> but uh, we know that you have yours too, and. If we were done it tomorrow, you would have been able to you, we had to reschedule. So, right. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, you know, no problem there. So, at least we got, you know, we got you on. You know, we'll get you on more times and then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> other time. But, uh, man, uh, thank you so much for being on and uh, uh, hopefully see you soon. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for everyone watching. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, keep. Keep on doing your thing, Cheech. You're doing good too. I've, you know, I've heard stories about you from Tutal and everything like that. From, oh, you know, Jesus. you've been, you've been around the block. So, <laughs> you know, we, we all know the game, man. So just, just keep on, keep go on, bro. Ask, go ask Tutal about the Gary Porter story. Did he ever tell uh, you the about Gary that? Porter story? No, he yeah. never, he never told me, me about him, that. Uh, me and him in Bristol, we played MTM uh, Monster Truck Madness on the N64, and okay. we had, um, I guess, some of the. The games were like ice. I'm gonna tell the story script. Uh, hockey, <laughs> or soccer, kind of like a really old fashioned Rocket League. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And it was me and Tutal against Brister and the AI. And every single time we did the show, <laughs> the AI was Gary Porter and the Carolina Crusher. <laughs> so I'm trying to play defense going on, and you know, and then I. Lose, I'm going after Brister, and so is too right. tall. And guess who's coming around the behind? Gary Porter and Carolina Crusher. <laughs> I'm just yelling, God, Carolina Crusher, Gary Porter, come back here. <laughs> and we're just all oh, laughing because like he's shooting <laughs> golds, and we're like, Someone needs to follow Gary Porter. And I'm trying to keep up. Uh, maybe I shouldn't right. use like Boogie Van or NWO <laughs> Outsider, right? But I'm trying to keep up with the guy, and the guy is I'm like, oh, Come back here. And so I have a – it was just a fun inside joke of between that and and then uh, just, you know, we always had awesome. uh, our tournaments and stuff like that, calling each other out, saying you land on the throttle, third member. Oh, yeah. We, we did the same thing yeah. here at the, at the house because Brister and Cheech are staying at this house with me. And, Where are uh, we'll they be, at? Are we'll they be, there? No, they uh, – Brister's actually in, uh, I believe, Texas right now. Yeah, Lubbock, Texas is where he's at this weekend with Rudy. Oh, okay. um, and then Cheech is actually just took off today with Mike and Tutal to go out to um, St. George. I had to stay back because I had to load up a ride truck and uh, load up a couple other things 
um, for the concession stands, stuff like that, you know, little stuff here and there and take some parts down to St. George for a machinist down there. Um, so I got short on the straw. I'd stay an extra day, but it is what it is, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Right. So how far is um, St. George, Utah from Oregon? Uh, I think it's five hours from here. So not, not too bad of a drive. Um, we'll be home Sunday. So, <laughs> but it's all good. Um, if anyone is watching that's playing on going to that show, do you know what's the lineup? Uh, yes, it is um, Wrecking Machine, um, Vendetta, Kamikaze, and Rockwell Red. So it would be the four core um, Team Throttle Monster trucks there, um, all the new ones, all the good ones. <laughs> um, those trucks will be there. It will be Mike, Paul, Zach, and uh, Two Taller Driving. Um, and then we'll go out to Arizona with the same four um, out there in Yuma. So if you guys want to come check us out, it would be two um, four shows technically, but two good weekends to come see Moss Trucks. So, so uh, yeah, so pretty much you're going from Utah to Arizona, pretty yep. much. So you'll be gone yep. for two weeks, or oh, yeah. you'll be back, or you'll be back home Sunday, or you have to. We'll probably be home Sunday, Monday. You know, take a day or two at the shop, get everything possibly we need, or if uh, we'll just you know head out to St. George. You know, who who knows? <laughs> Plans always change with Moss Trucks. So <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But once again, man, thank you for being on and thank Absolutely, you uh, again, and hopefully we'll have you on next time uh but um sure. that's dawson i'm dan cheech uh we're gonna play brad's <laughs> uh uh last or his little commercial and then we'll be signing off uh his little saying goes i guess it's rubber side down and shiny side up and uh, I'm just gonna, uh yeah so have fun <laughs> have a good weekend catch you guys later awesome thanks you're welcome. <laughs> if you're looking for quality designs, look no further than Bradley Shaw Designs. Bradley Shaw Designs can design anything from wraps, banners, posters, promotional items, and more. Bradley Shaw Designs is the exclusive digital graphics partner of the Renegade Monster Truck Tour and Richie Motorsports. If you're looking for more information, please check out www.bradleyshawdesigns.com. <laughs>